Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. I guess we already got to do the show. All right, hold on. Just playing my Steam Deck there. <sighs> Troy, hey Troy. Yeah, yeah. yeah we what, got a we got a show to do. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, hang on. We'll pause. Okay. Yeah, put that down for a second. <clears throat> hey, it's Saturday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. Time for Gaming Gumbo, our weekly gaming wrap-up show here on Ready Check Radio. Welcome. Thank you for hanging out. We've got a lot to talk about today, including our thoughts, all joking aside, on the Steam Deck. Now that Troy and I have had a week, a week and a half, two weeks-ish for, for Troy, like a week for me, going through it, putting it through its paces, initial paces. I'm sure we've got a lot more testing to do. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all the gaming news. We thank you for joining us. We've got chat live, ready to chime in with their thoughts as we go. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on iTunes, Spotify, or any of those other platforms, thank you so much. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, turn on those notifications while you're there. It's easy, it's fast, it's cheap, and it feeds that algorithm. Tell a friend. Also with us today, with, um, I think, one of the old models of the Steam Deck. I, I think that's what that is right there. Oh. It's one of those old models. That's an outdated dinosaur now. Oh. That's one of those old models. Mr. Dom Greco, what's up, Dom? How's it going? How you guys doing? How you doing, sir? Uh, you know. You got that... Uh, enjoying uh, my, my Steam Deck? No, I think I saw the fake logo on the... It's Steamy Deck. It's the, oh. it's, <laughs> it's the knockoff version, the, uh, oh. the Steamy Deck. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You didn't get one. Did you pre-order one I or, and just haven't no. gotten it or... Yeah, no. So before we introduce Troy, can I ask why? Was it just like not something you thought you'd use or, or what? Um, I don't – sorry. Uh, I don't do a lot of uh, handheld gaming. So if I'm going to be playing something, it's going to be on my com uh, computer. Right. Uh, most, most games I'm going to be playing are going to be keyboard and mouse anyway. And the few exceptions, I just use my PlayStation controller. I don't, I don't need a Steam Deck. I don't need that. Uh, I think you do. Uh, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll let Dom ask. We'll, we'll let Dom play. How about this, Troy? We'll let Dom play like the viewer that might have questions. Like, hey, does and, it do uh, this or does it do that? We have the answers. And we, we might have that. I think we might have the answers. <laughs> On the line, the other Steam Deck owner, Troy Blackburn. What's up, sir? What's up, Noob Fridge? I've just been enjoying the Steam Deck, living life in the hot weather <laughs> with electricity. Is it, you're living the Steam life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag noob fridge, hashtag Steam Life. Uh, so yeah, we are gonna spend uh, a bit of time today talking about the Steam Deck. Troy, <laughs> Troy, you see your nephew's here. I'm all nervous mm -hmm. now. I'm all what? nervous. I'm all nervous. Uh, Troy, obviously you've had yours for like two weeks now. I got mine uh, a week ago. Uh, last Saturday it arrived, but I didn't get to like start messing with it until I got back from. Ocean City on Monday, great vacation, but it was a good time, it was a good time. Now, uh, and I also think the benefit here, Troy, is that you and I are coming, I think, coming at the Steam Deck from two different angles. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. On, on what we intend to, to use it for. Now, obviously, the Steam Deck, uh, for what we're talking about here, we both have the $650 model. That is the one with the largest SSD, uh, fastest reading SSD. All other stats on all models are the same. It's just that SSD that's the difference. And we also get the anti-glare coating uh, coating on the screen or the anti-glare glass, which 
honestly, screw it, guys. Like, if, if, if that's like, if you're sitting there deciding, like, should I go one more to get that? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, that's one thing that I will say. I think this thing has struck a balance, Troy. Um, and that's that's where we'll we'll kind of start because the one big thing that you look and you compare this to, as Dom already eloquently showed, is the Nintendo Switch, right? That's mm -hmm. the kind of market. Not somebody that wants to take a small Game Boy or a Game Boy Advance or a, or a Nintendo DS with them, but the or person Game Gear, <laughs> yeah, Game Gear. Well, no, this <laughs> Game Gear was about this big. Like so, <laughs> 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 thinking back to my Game Gear, it was <laughs> my. It was this big, and the screen was still half the size. The Atari yes. Lynx was bigger. Um, the the screen was the size of a Nintendo Switch cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a joke. The Atari Lynx was bigger than the Steam Deck. Uh, but that is the obvious, like, comparison, is taking games on the go. And it also, of course, has the added benefit of already being linked to your Steam library, being a bit more on the computer side than a console side, allowing you to not only play your Steam library, but also kind of open source it out if you want to put something like the Epic Game Store on there, uh, GOG on there. Now, again, those other platforms don't have direct support yet, and in fact, GOG did tweet, I think, to Metal Jesus Gamer or Metal Jesus Games uh, when he asked about this, that it was like, hey, you know, you can install Windows and play it. But other than that, we're, we're not like fully supporting it or anything. And of course, Steam has Valve sits back and goes, you can, but we have no idea if they'll play. So it's aimed. What is the audience for this, Troy? Is it the Switch gamer? Is it the PC gamer? Is it the person that's doing both? Because it is a bit of an odd unit when you think about it. To me, it seems that the target audience is going to be the PC audience because it, you know, as the comparisons are made to a handheld device to the Switch, at the end of the day, it's really a portable PC and it works fairly well as a portable PC. It's not like a high-end rig or anything like that, uh, but you can hook it up to monitors and run it as a, as a PC if you want to. You can download Windows on it. You can do a lot with it that you do with a PC. So the portability for me is the reason I picked it up, but I picked this one up over a Switch because I thought about a Switch for a long time, but I've got all these games and you're, already and you're sitting generally, in the library. You know, we've said it often on the show, you're generally not a console gamer yeah, at all. not a console gamer at all. I don't own any other consoles besides my PC and now this Steam Deck. I mean, that's all I have. That's all I play. I sit here at this desk or I want to go like lay in the bed for a little while and play like Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge which has been absolutely fantastic. It's something I've wanted to do for a while, but I didn't want to buy like a Switch and then then I've got like $60, all these $60 games I still have to buy when I've got this huge library. So to me, that was the appeal uh, as a PC gamer. And then Dom, on your side, you are a little bit uh, of a mobile gamer when it comes to dabbling on the Switch, uh, yeah. taking that on the go. You play a couple of games on your mobile phone, but you I feel like you and I are kindred spirits when it comes to that. If there's particular yeah. games we want to play and they are on mobile or they are on the Switch, we'll play it on those. But if not, we're going to be sitting at our console or at our computer. We're generally not the, oh, I can't wait till that comes to a mobile device kind of guy. Well, even even in the current state of like where games are and what's coming out and stuff like that, if I didn't have a Nintendo Switch and the option was Switch or Stream Deck, I still would go for the Switch because I want those Nintendo exclusive games. So that's the only way to play them. That's that's why I would do that. I already have a PC to play these games. Well, it's you know? funny you say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that in a minute. Because <laughs> um, a Nintendo exclusive mm -hmm. might not really mean a Nintendo exclusive anymore. Uh, <laughs> because of this bad boy, it is not a walled garden. Like, yeah, I mean, you don't, you're not stuck to Steam. Uh, you are at the mercy of whether or not it will run, but this is a machine that literally I took over to my brother's Havoc, who's in chat, and Havoc is a lot like you, Troy. He's not, well, you are more of a gaming aficionado than he is, but you are pretty PC only. He's mm. He's got his games that he likes, and that's it, right? He is not a, what's new? Let me just go grab something new and, and see if it's any good. No. You know, he might buy four games a year because he knew he was going to buy those four games this year. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's my brother, Havoc, in chat. 
Uh, he is buying, he will be buying one of these as soon as they become generally available. Um, it runs Elden Ring. I mean, what, what more do you need as far as current titles to get an idea of its performance? Now, something like Elden Ring will eat the shit out of the battery. It, it's, <laughs> I'm going to give you my pros and cons, and I'm sure, Whoa. Troy, you have a few too. Yes. You can play, it runs well. The the uh, the field of vision, the distance is is the draw distance might be a little smaller, but it does not inhibit gameplay. Uh, I am very impressed with the screen. It is obviously not a Nintendo Switch OLED screen. It doesn't have that resolution, that vibrancy, that type of stuff. But it's got a I think what is a better balance, Troy? Right? Because it is everything I'm touching is sixty frames. You know mm-hmm. the the color the color schemes uh, the brightness the contrast like they are all on point without and having this unit end up costing eleven hundred dollars. It's they've struck a nice balance with the monitor. The battery life is the big thing. Is the big thing. It real Elden Ring literally will kill the battery in two to three hours if you don't have it plugged in. Final Fantasy fourteen runs beautifully. Runs beautifully. It's just not my preferred style of play, so I don't. I'm not going to be playing it on there all that often. But it does run beautifully. But again, you're at a two to three hour battery life. If you're doing things that aren't that intensive, I'm getting between six and ten hours, Troy, depending on what I'm doing. A little more often between six and eight, but I have spiked between that eight and ten, depending if I'm doing something really soft. Mm-hmm. So, what games have you guys played on it? Uh, so uh, go ahead. It's a thing that I've played so far as Apex Legends uh, that definitely ate the battery up. It's uh, you know you got to be online, you got to work the Wi-Fi and make sure that the, you know the Wi-Fi is running well, and you you want the high frames, you want sixty frames per second, um, and it's handled it. Uh, it handled it very well. The only problem I had with it is just you know typical small screen stuff when enemies were far off in the distance, they were a little hard to to tell exactly where they were and to get shots off on them, but uh, overall, it handled Apex Legends beautifully. I was very impressed with how it handled it, uh, minus the the battery life when it was unplugged because <laughs> it did eat that up. Yeah, and there are things you can do to mitigate that a little bit. Uh, the the battery life they've already made a patch or two that that definitely helps. They've already made a patch or two uh, that helped with fan the the fan noise. Uh, Troy, you and I were on the back end of that. Like, so I don't even have a yeah. frame of reference to compare to because we got ours in Q3. So yeah, we, my, my fan has not been an issue at all. Yeah, we didn't get to hear like the loud fan version of the Steam Deck. It, it's It still can get a little audible, but it's it's not terrible at all. And that's the other thing I'll say. There are issues with it. It is not complete. Uh, but Valve like seems to be moving quickly on things like every piece of feedback they're getting they're they're updating very quickly they're even taking community updates like people who ran a script and it adjusted this and they sent it to valve and valve ended up modifying it a bit to their liking securing things and implementing it so they're treating it not only like hey it's not a walled garden but it's not open source, that's the wrong word, please don't un- misunderstand me, but it feels open source. And because it's on Linux, I guess you could say it is a bit open source in the, the natural defin- definition of open source, if a little bit proprietary because of the Steam OS uh, that is running over top of everything. If you really want to put Windows on it, you can. Don't, but you could. I mean, there's nothing stopping you. Don't. Yeah. Uh, the game the game's performance when you put Windows on there is just it's just a bit. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I haven't heard anything except negatives about uh, installing Windows on it right how, now. How hot does the the system itself get? That's a good question, Troy. How hot has yours gotten? Like, have you? Because here's it's by your right hand when you're gripping the mm. unit. The primary, uh, the primary heat exchange and venting is all on the right hand side. So here's your core vents. Now your hand is not anywhere near like overlapping them, but it's pretty close. So this is where you would generally feel it when you're playing it. Troy, how how hot have you gotten this baby? It's gotten warm enough that you do have some venting on the top too. So. Yeah, I was gonna say now my top vent 
has put out some major heat before but on the back it's de- it definitely gets warm it's never been like too hot to touch or anything like that and then also i've got this uh i've got this little case on the back of mine as well that has helped with as far as just the temperature the feeling of the temperature too but it doesn't block the vent so everything's still coming out through the vents but like i said to get your hand over the vents you really gotta you're not holding the controller in any way that's usable to to put your fingers over the vents at all uh i have not I, I've gotten it hot, Dom. I've got yeah. <laughs> sounds off. I've, have I gotten you hot, baby? Oh, I got you hot, baby. Oh. Looking down there at that steam deck. Who makes you hot, baby? <laughs> Daddy makes you hot. Um, but uh, it's it's certainly gotten hotter than a Nintendo Switch for me. Like absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, but not not enough that it's uncomfortable to mess with or feels like the the machine's in any danger. Or you ever mess with a laptop like on a table? And and then you're like, oh, you know, I got to move this table or whatever. You got to slide something. So you take the laptop off and you put it on your lap while you adjust something on the table. And you're like, oh, that's that's a little warm. That's about how warm it gets. You know, not enough to it's not going to scald you and burn your lap or anything. But you're kind of like, hmm, that's toasty. That's uh, that's mm. that's a little toasty. And I can feel the heat off there. I can. Feel now, how long have you guys there. had it? You've had it about two weeks, you said? Troy's had yeah, his I've for had about, mine two, about two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a any, week old. Do you guys have any scratches on your screen yet? No. Nope. I do have a dead pixel, though. Do, do you? Dead pixel. Yes, I do. Oh, I, I just s- noticed it the other night. Uh, I was playing Ooh, I uh, send Sherlock that Holmes shit game. Back. Ooh, uh, yeah, I would send it back while you still can. <laughs> He's like, I ain't sending that back. I'll never get one again. Oh, no, I'll never <laughs> see it again. <laughs> no, 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 they'll, they'll, they won't tell you to send it back until, yeah. Uh, they can give you a replacement. But yeah, I, I do have a dead pixel. So you need to report it before the warranty expires. All right, so here's... Troy is more of the... going to be playing his Steam library. And by all means, it, it, it's great. And they do have uh, everything kind of broken down. So like in the first menu there, you can see that these are great on deck. Uh, and these have a little green check mark in the lower corner. So as you are going through Steam, it will tell you these are verified. It'll also do this on the the PC version. You know, if you're messing around on your computer, you'll be able to see what is great on deck. Uh, and it'll even do this if you are on the the desktop for this unit and you just have the Steam launcher on the desktop. You can see it all in there too. The other classifications are a yellow check mark for a mostly works, I guess is the way to, to define it. Uh, generally, though, most of those things seem to be very specific issues so like uh, an mmo that has a chat box might show up yellow even though every aspect of the game totally works they're going to give it that yellow rating because of small chat small text or because a game's commands might tell you to hit enter and it assumes that you are obviously not at a keyboard if you're on steam deck and because they can't modify it to say hit a They'll they'll give it that yellow check mark. They're they're Valve is definitely erring on the side of caution with the green check marks. And that's uh, like Darkest Dungeon. That that's uh that's why it's only yellow. It's playable. Uh because it has uh the the system that tells you what buttons to push. It's only like PC buttons. And that does did make it a little hard on me when playing something like Darkest Dungeon. When I was trying to move the little mini map around to choose the next room to go to, I had to finagle buttons to try to figure out how that worked because it just kept telling me to click on the next one, but it wasn't accepting the touchpads as like a haptic mouse uh, sort of deal. So I had to play with it a little bit to figure out which buttons move the mini map, the, the little mini map around. So that can be a little bit of a pain, but it, other than that, it, it's completely playable. Yeah. Uh, one of the 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 other check mark I guess is gray and that that would be not supported at all. Again, that doesn't mean that it won't play. It yep. it could just mean that Valve hasn't made it to that one yet. Like it could play totally just fine, but they just haven't made that game hasn't made it through verification on their side yet. Or it could mean it just does not play for whatever reason. The developers may not yeah. have optimized it yet. Exactly. So your main menu there kind of gives you your uh, great on deck. Your all your games from your Steam library, whether they are installed on the unit or not. The next tab will tell you what's installed. So I've got Elden Ring installed there. 
That's the seventh guest. That's right. <laughs> seventh <laughs> guest, eleventh hour. Jeez. And so that's the only Steam game I have installed right now because as far as like putting things through its paces this past week, Havoc and I, I, I spent like two nights over his house. We've beaten this thing up a bit to see what it can and can't do. Um, Elden Ring was like, okay, yeah, that'll that'll be a nice test. Let's let's mess around with it. Uh, and then I've got the collections tab. Now, you're going to see some stuff on my screen here we'll get to in a second, but the collections tab can actually be used uh, for you to customize collections that you want. So let's say, Dom, you've got, I don't know, you've, you've got 6,000 Steam games, and you want to group them by rhythm games. Mm -hmm. You can tell, just like you do in Steam, right, where you yep. can set up those collections in your Steam, it'll, it'll transfer those collections here no problem. Uh, and then we've got our non-Steam. So if you've loaded any games, even on your Steam uh, desktop browser, oh. as non-Steam games, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whether it's a piece of software or whatever, you are absolutely free to to kick those in there too. So let's uh, let's talk about my collections, Troy, because this is kind of where I'm coming from with what I wanted to do with the Steam Deck. Obviously pretty badass to be playing my Steam library on the go, and I'm mm. certain that I will use this, but I wanted this as an emulation box, a big time emulation box. I've got multiple Raspberry Pis. We're building a arcade, arcade machine with a Raspberry Pi. My computer, I know. This is nothing special to the Steam Deck that it can do this. Uh, a computer can do this. A Raspberry Pi can do this. So please don't misunderstand that I'm like, look at how the Steam Deck does this. I will say, there, hell, there have even been, Dom, mobile things that will allow you to do it to a certain extent, whether right. you know it's limiting to a certain console or a certain era or whatever. I will say that for taking it on the go, the Steam Deck fucking does it well. It does it well. I'm currently all the way up through the PlayStation 2, um, GameCube era. Uh, I, I should say Wii U era. Uh, oh, you didn't get the Switch yet? Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk in a minute. Uh, <laughs> but it is absolutely, uh, and the community is what's carrying this, by the way, the community is absolutely carrying this. So some of the things they've created here, we'll just, uh, why don't we, we, we'll go with that, right? We'll go, <laughs> your nephew's bored. Sorry, Owen. Uh, there, we'll boot up Beyond the Beyond from PlayStation 2, or Beyond Good and Evil from uh, on the PlayStation 2. It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, that was it. <laughs> And as far as, now I know an awful lot about emulation from doing stuff for decades, right? But if even if you don't, it is very quick to get started. Very, very quick to get started because the community is very, very building their own stuff. Uh, and you can just go to the desktop, click a certain thing, click this thing, click this thing. Obviously on this show, I'm not gonna tell you where to get certain things. Uh, you, you do you, boo. You know, you do you. <laughs> but there we go. And that's P that's a PS2 game. And hey, we want to get out of that. That's not a problem. There we go. And boom, we're we're back already. Like it absolutely just trucks between between things. I absolutely love it. And yes, you can do it with Switch. I can't put Nintendo stuff on the screen for you. Nintendo is not happy right now. <laughs> they are not happy. They are striking down, erroneously, by the way, using DMCA takedowns on YouTube. Uh, because, unfortunately, because it is open, people have figured already figured out ways to get your Switch stuff on there. Uh, and they run just fine. They run just fine. Now... Nintendo made their console very easy to program for. Well, they did. Well, They also, in the initial run, well, I should say the initial couple years run of the Switch, they uh, kind of were dumb. 
uh, and left a, a, a vulnerability oh, in there for you. What are you well, What if linking? I told you that you could get home internet? Yeah, how Nintendo reacted to Valve Steam Deck. Yeah. Uh, they are not happy about it. So now I'm debating if I want to jailbreak my day one Switch or not. Uh, I might just try to get an older model Switch and jailbreak that one because I do have a day one model. But Man, as far as an emulation machine, Troy, it is just absolutely doing everything I wanted it to do and being mobile uh, and being mobile. I'm absolutely it, it, loving it. It has great versatility. Uh, it really like, does. Like like a like a mobile PC like you would expect a mobile PC to have which is which is fantastic and you know you're using it as an emulation machine I'm just using it as a steam uh, catch-up machine I'm using it to play games that I started out playing games and I still have plenty of games that I had planned to play on the steam deck I was like this looks like it's gonna be good on the steam deck not all of them are under the playable banner uh, I haven't got around to all the ones that aren't yet to see but some of them have just ran just fine like you were talking about um, just because it's not verified doesn't mean it's not going to run. And even some of the ones that have a few little problems, a lot of times just a little tweak or two will get it running just fine. I have run into a couple of things where, okay, this like the, the resolution just will not go right on the screen. It stays a little bitty down in the corner or it's like shrunk up in the middle real small. So I have run into a couple of games. I'm just like, okay, maybe I can tweak them and get them running. But right now I'm ready to just move on to something else and just see everything that this thing can and can't do. Um, yep. So I'm using I'm using it as the Steam OS as the as the Steam game machine, and now that I've got my hands on it, and I've played it for a while. I've got some games that I want to go back and either replay or play that I hadn't intended to play on the handheld. I want to play all the Arkham games again. I haven't played Arkham Knight. Uh, I had it as a maybe I might want to play it on the Steam Deck. But after playing everything that I've played so far, I want to go back and I want to start with Arkham Asylum, and I want to play all of them back through on the Steam Deck. Uh, instead of, uh, you know, it would be cool to play Arkham Knight on the PC with the big screen and the monitor, stuff like that. But I think, I it think would, it's going to be a heck of a lot I of fun. I think some on, of the Arkham the games are not supported. Yeah, I think the I think the first one's not technically supported. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to run yet or not, so we're going to find yeah, out. I mean, we're lucky they ran on PC at all at some point, so <laughs> well, I, probably not. If you think back to yeah, the way Arkham some City, of those Arkham launched. City is verified, and I know everybody and their mama has played Arkham Knight. Yeah, have, sure. uh Have either of you guys played any multiplayer games on there? Like, what is the, the Wi-Fi connection on there? Is it, is it good? Is it strong? I played Albion and Apex Legends, and I didn't notice any problems with my Wi-Fi connection at all. And I was in the other, I was in, it's not like clear on the other end of the house, but our bedroom where I was laying down playing, um, is, is where like generally my tablet and everything I watch YouTube at night and stuff like that on the Wi-Fi. So it's yeah. usually the furthest I go before I start having problems on the other end of the house, um, and had no issues just like I wouldn't with my tablet. Yeah. Havoc bringing up in chat too, that, and this is something that I've done kind of along what you're asking here, Dom, the Microsoft Game Pass Cloud, uh, they have official directions for accessing your Game Pass Cloud uh, options oh, from nice. the Steam Deck on Microsoft's page. Uh, so you can literally... Now, I'm not huge into cloud gaming. I'd rather just install it and, and be fine. But that is certainly an option for somebody who wants to tap into yet another game library that you may already have and just aren't taking advantage so, of. Can you, can you screen mirror to like your TV or something if you have like Chromecast can you do any of that stuff well it has it has the USB-C out uh, which is also the uh, input for the charge unit so right now they are making a dock for this but it was it, the dock was delayed uh, so gotcha. that has not come out yet and Troy in a second I do want to ask if you're going to get one and if so do you think it kind of nullifies why you bought the Steam Deck because um, <laughs> if you buy the dock then you were just going to sit at your computer and play anyway but anyway um like right now, if you bought a dongle, right? A $25 dongle, USB-C with an HDMI out, two USBs and a pass-through for the power cable, you could you could send this to your capture card. You could uh, stream it and uh, like that, directly that so that they're seeing the screen and you're sitting there playing it here. Uh, I have not tried Chromecasting it or anything like that yet. Now it does have Bluetooth capabilities, so I don't think that there would be an issue, but I have not tried it. So it hasn't even crossed my mind. That is a test I'll give it this week now that you've asked. 
Yeah, because I'm just thinking, like, if, if you're sitting on the couch playing and you're still going to be playing on your screen and somebody else comes over and they want to watch you play, like, why not be able to cast it to the TV as well, you know? Right, right. Now, the doc, to Cal saying, the doc seems pointless for what this is. I, I would disagree there. Uh, the dock is no more useless than the dock with the Nintendo Switch. In fact, I would argue that the dock, for somebody it's that charming. doesn't have a gaming rig, is actually a good thing. Uh, yeah. It allows them to now have a gaming computer, a mid-tier one, albeit, but a gaming computer that also could be their computer as well, since you do have the Linux desktop and stuff like that. So using it as a computer, a gaming computer, a mobile unit when you want to, yeah, there's by the dock and you're good to go. You know, have a keyboard, a mouse, and a monitor there and... You can play it on the go, pause it, slap it in, sit there, you know, whatever you're going to do. Nobody who wants a Steam Deck don't have a gaming PC. You're also wrong there. And I have headlines at major sites like uh, uh, PC Gamer that absolutely say you're wrong. Uh, yep. There was a wonderful article actually written. I think it was PC Gamer. Uh, I hope. I, I really want to get that quote right. But, Dom, they were very much you. They were a Nintendo Switch gamer, and that was pretty much it. Um, they, they don't have a gaming PC and they wrote up this entire article because as part of their job, they, they were given a steam deck to, to go ahead and mess with and preview. Uh, and the, the whole headline of the article and the, the, the point of the article is that this, this has now made my decisions a lot harder. Do I even, do I even bother buying that on switch when I can go to Steam now and, and start doing these things and have this computer and have this. For somebody literally that I was just, like I was just talking about, doesn't have a gaming rig, doesn't have uh, XYZ. Go ahead, Dom, sorry. Well, I'm also gonna be honest, like my Switch, I haven't I haven't touched this since Mario Kart released the booster pass. Mm -hmm. uh, I played like the day it came out, I haven't touched it again. So I'm. it's not like I'm sitting here playing my Switch religiously, yeah. I just, I don't play a lot of It also stuff. can output to 4K like, as Havoc is pointing out. You can't see it on the screen, but if you output to a monitor, it'll it'll uh output to 4K. Like even my PS5. I I think the last time I turned it on was to play Spider-Man on, on this channel. Right. You know, like I I haven't played it in a very long time. I log in once a month, claim my my PS Plus games, and then it goes <laughs> off again. You know, like that's it. So for me this this just does not market to me in yeah. the slightest because it's not like I'm even playing any of the stuff that I actually already have. Right. And this wouldn't change. I'd still be at the computer playing. So I'm not going to sit here at the computer playing the Steam Deck. Right. So for exactly. me, it just doesn't make sense. Exactly. Uh, for me, the the whole thing was the, the emulation uh, only yeah. because I have all of these consoles, right? I have Raspberry Pis and stuff like that, but this, I, I wanted to see what can it do. I'm going to take it on the go, and I'm going to get my Steam library on the go, too. That's cool. Uh, that's just a lot of flexibility for me. A and I'm a first-generation adopter of most tech. Let's let's not lie that it was a new techie thing in video games. Of course, I was going to buy it. Uh, even if I didn't end up using it, I will end up using this a lot. I've already talked, Troy, about battery life kind of being iffy uh, in certain circumstances and some odds and ends. One other thing I got to get out, it's a huge con for me, and damn, they have to fix this because it's been a con since launch, apparently, and it still isn't fixed. This son of a bee will go to sleep while it's installing. If you're installing something from your Steam library, it will go to sleep if you don't babysit it. And during sleep, it will not install. It will not install anything. You can you adjust the sleep settings? Like, can nope. you turn it not, long, not, off? Not to the extent that you're going to need here. So you can't even just turn the sleep mode off. As of nine days ago on Reddit, this was still, why hasn't Valve adjusted this? <laughs> That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. What yeah, is the, I've, seen the, a, I've seen a lot of people calling for that since the beginning. Is and it, It's not even, uh, a lot of people initially, they weren't even talking about, you know, going to sleep in the middle of a download. They were just like, let us put it to sleep while it downloads. Like, it should be yeah. able to download while we've got yeah. the screen turned off. Because, like, if we're setting you know away from a plug or something this is still the screen is still heating battery life here and it should be and be able to install while it's not necessarily turned on like the, the the console itself is on but the screen's not on i was gonna ask with the the default uh cord to, to plug in to get power like to charge it what it's, it's a usb c3 that, that yeah, is uh what is it three no, or, saying, three or four feet on? i think three or four three feet, or four feet something okay. like that 
something like that. That's, yeah, like okay. to, this afternoon, I was spending a lot of time just playing it because this past week I was like getting things installed. Obviously, you're gonna want a micro SD card. Uh, even if you buy the biggest units like Troy and I did, it's still just you know half a terabyte basically. So you're going to want to buy an SD card. I slapped a one terabyte micro SD card in there um, and immediately have filled up 700 gigs of it. So uh, yeah, you're, you're gonna wanna and buy that. But I was able to was sit on the couch with it running down the arm and, and back. So maybe it's four feet, five feet. I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. Well, maybe I can yeah, look there, I've got a plug right beside the bed and it's it's just long. I don't know how many feet it is, but I, I know it's just long enough that I can plug it in and lay in the bed and play it. So I'm I'm assuming I have I, I'm assuming I have the answer to this, but I four point nine anyway. feet, yeah. So about five feet. Can uh, can you watch like Netflix or Hulu on it? Well, it's got a desktop, so you can just browse or anything. Yeah. yeah, you just head on over yeah, to Netflix.com and and do your thing. Yeah, uh, you don't. I know that's you don't one of the have big to be operating in this UI. You could yeah. operate right from the Linux desktop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's got the Linux store where you can go get like Discord and stuff like that and put on it too. Yeah, and any any app that Linux would have, you can go to their yep. discovery store and grab too. All in all, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not going to give it a full like score or anything yet, Troy. I think we're still too new with it uh, mm -hmm. as far as putting it through its paces. But I am extremely pleased with it so far. Let's say that I'm extremely pleased in not only what I was able to do, what I was very sure I was going to be able to do on the emulation side of things, all the way up to basically the PS3 uh, era and the um, the Nintendo Switch era on that side of things, but also with the performance of games from my Steam library, uh, even, like things like Elden Ring, it's pretty, pretty sweet. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up for now, no official rating, we'll come back to it in a couple of weeks, but uh, I would assume you are in the same ballpark. Oh yeah, it's doing basically everything I wanted it to do and what I thought I was gonna do with it, I've been able to do, so it's a, it's a thumbs up for now for sure. I hate to think about the future someday where my precious little Steam Deck becomes outdated, but if the first gen, yes, there's problems. Yes, there's things that should be polished out, but if the first gen is this good, can you imagine what the second gen of this is going to look like? No, the second gen, I'll have two dead pixels. <laughs> uh, Steam just called, by the way, they're not going to take that back because they know you've played longer than two hours. Uh, right. Oh, man. They, they know you have caught them. Hey, uh, some other bigger video game news. If you, by the way, have been playing with the Steam Deck, messing around with it, let us know what your early thoughts are in the comments. Obviously, some of you may have had it for a number of months now and have more experience messing with things. Uh, put your pros and cons in the comments. I'd love to hear them. There is actually a new MMORPG on the horizon, gentlemen. Now, it may be pretty far on the horizon, uh, but TennoCon this past weekend which obviously Warframe fans got a bundle of stuff that they can uh, get ready to be excited for starting in this winter all the way through next year. You can check that stuff out over at MMOBomb.com. But they've also announced a whole new game, which came as a big surprise from Digital Extremes. They are partnering with a company called Airship Syndicate. If you've never heard of them, that's okay. Uh, I hadn't either. They've made three games, only one of which I had heard of, but I did not know it was them that made it because I didn't know them. But uh, yes, they are partnering with them to make an MMORPG called Soul Frame. Now it's an action MMORPG, free to play, and that's basically all we know right now. They do have a website up. There's a little puzzle game to get into it. There's some hidden stuff inside of the site if you want to explore and maybe do a cryptogram or two, uh, and you can register your Envoy. The game you might know Airship Syndicate, Syndicate had made was The Ruined King, the League of Legends story game. Uh, other than that, they did Darksiders Genesis, which, again, I had heard of, but it was the one Darksiders I did not play, uh, and Battle Chasers Night War. So here's the thing. Obviously, we've got Warframe, probably one of the platinum games when it comes to free-to-play, right, Dom? I mean, it is... You, if Whether or not you love or hate the game doesn't matter. It's good at what it does. The people that enjoy it very much enjoy it. It does have a compelling loot cycle, if that's your type of game. And as far as monetization goes, it is often, along with Path of Exile, held up as one of the gold standards in the way to monetize a free-to-play game. Does that give you hope 
that this is the right team to be doing an MMORPG, though? I I don't know. I I I'm so like over MMOs personally. <laughs> I'm I I like I you you know how much you know I'm I'm a, a Warcraft fan and yeah. stuff. I'm even sitting there going, do I really even want to play the next Warcraft expansion? Like I I don't know. I don't. I I just feel like I don't have the time for them anymore. Troy, how you feeling? I wanted to get. I actually asked Troy to be on the cast yesterday uh, over at mm -hmm. MMO Bomb because I had Jason on there too. I wanted both of their opinions, so we'll get yours here today. Uh, I'm pretty excited for this. I'm, uh, this is something I would look forward to. I uh, think the developers here have proven with Warframe that they can, even if they initially launch a not great game, that they're willing to put in the time and the effort and listen to the feedback to make it, like what you said, a platinum free-to-play game, one of the kings of the genre, if you will. Uh, so I think that if there was a team that was going to make something that the players want and will listen to, um, I think this may be it. Yeah, I do kind of like there is obviously not a lot of information. And I think that and I said this on the cast yesterday, I think they they might run the risk of having acknowledged this or shown it early. They are going to be showing more information at the Game Awards. Uh, so that's just a few months away, right? So yeah. they, they've probably been working on this longer than we even think that they've been working on it. Mm -hmm. But I still think this is like, you know, a 2024, 2025 mm -hmm. thing down yeah. the road. I do kind of like what seems to be going on in the trailer here in that like nature saves some dude and then some dude starts helping nature take the baddies out. You know, I, I kind of like that. Almost, Cinematics are cool. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, it is cinematic, but uh, <laughs> I do kind of like it. At least it feels like they're trying to do a an almost druidish type storyline, and and I do like that uh, aspect. So it's I'm definitely interested in it. I have no reason to think Digital Extremes, who is primarily in a publishing role here, but they have like the head of Warframe has now moved over. Uh, and now Rebecca, who long timer on the Warframe team, is now in charge of Warframe. So the head has switched on on Warframe here. So there is definitely a Digital Extremes thumbprint uh, on here, even if it's not all Digital Extremes doing all the development. Uh, I have no reason to think that they would screw up monetization, but it is something to consider that Path of e or not Path of Exile uh, Warframe is a very different type of game, right? I mean, you can throw that piece of equipment in there and it's not going to be ready for two days, but that's yeah. okay because you got a hundred other pieces of equipment you want to level for various reasons or shell out a little plat and get it right now. That really doesn't translate well, uh, Troy, into an MMORPG where if you take your sword off and I'm not going to have my sword for another two days, I got to go back to a weaker sword or always carry other equipment. Like It doesn't lend itself to that. So maybe a very heavy cosmetic cash shop is in order here. I don't, I don't know what their plans are. Yeah, I was going to say something like a like a, a straight-up pure MMO. You definitely lean more into the uh, cosmetic cash shop. Uh, the, the looter shoot, you know, all, all the grindiness and the, and the waiting for the upgrades and stuff, that works okay for the looter shooter. But this is going to be a different animal, and hopefully they approach it uh, in a different way and treat it uh, as an MMO instead of exactly trying to bring over one-for-one -one stuff from Warframe itself. They're smart cookies over there, though. I've worked with them yeah, for many, be... many years. I have a feeling they can get this right. It is also important to acknowledge that they are owned by Tencent now, which is a very mm. different from when they did Warframe, right? They were independent mm. when they did Warframe, then years later got acquired by Leu Technologies, then years later got acquired by Tencent. Tencent doesn't historically like mess with things that are working, but are they a little more thumbprinty on things in development? I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how it all all shakes out. Other big game news this week, of course, kitties have gone absolutely crazy all over the internet watching Stray. Uh, I personally have not bought this one yet. Uh, I have watched many streams. In fact, I watched Faye stream on this very channel playing Stray. Uh, obviously watched YouTube videos of cats and dogs watching Stray. I gotta say, I don't know if it's one I'm gonna buy. I know my son Torchwick and I know my my daughter and my wife, of course, will probably want this if they, if they saw it. Uh, but uh, I asked Dom yesterday, hey, have you played this yet? And Dom was like, 
it's a the value proposition isn't there for me as far as no. you know yeah. it being a thirty dollar game that's about a four to five hour experience mm -hmm. and yeah there is replayable uh, there are reasons you might want to replay it but if you don't want to replay it you've spent thirty dollars on a four to five hour experience I, I don't know. I, I'm still up in the air in this one. I know neither of you have bought it and played it yet. Dom, is it just strictly the value proposition or does the game not look interesting it, to you? Like, what is it? No, it looks really... It's the same reason like The Quarry, right? Like The Quarry is a, is a $50, $60 game or whatever. And it's one of those things, if you only intend to play through it once, you're not getting your value. If you're going to play through it, that game especially has way more replayability. Uh, for Stray, I feel like it has way less replayability than a game like The Quarry. And that does not entice me to want to play a second time. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, no, that's the value's not there for me. If the game goes on sale, probably pick it up. It like it's interesting. I'm not turned off from playing the game. I would love to play the game, not at that cost. It's not happening. What about you, uh, Troy? It doesn't look like a game that Going I would on a kitty particularly adventure anytime soon. <laughs> doesn't look like a game that I would particularly want to play myself. I don't mind the shorter games, and the, I mean the game was cool. I get why you know the cats and the internet's obsessed with cats. I get it, uh, but you know I'm getting everything I need out of Stray just by watching videos and stuff like that. So uh, it, it's a it's a pretty hard pass for me, even when it goes on sale. I don't think I'll be picking it up. Let us know what you think of Stray. I, I've had fun watching people play it, yeah. but I just I really haven't been like, okay, that's cool. I got yeah, I, I, I think play I think I'm enjoying watching people play it way more than I would enjoy playing it myself. I specifically had some content creator friends that go, How can I stretch this game out to make people feel like it was worth <laughs> their time? You know, like so I don't know. Uh, Ubisoft having a rough one this week. A rough one oh, I mean they've been having a rough one for a while. Stop touching your employees, please. <laughs> Uh, don't touch anybody. Stop it. Uh, Ubisoft delayed Avatar. And so, yeah, the movie will still come out in December, but uh, the game will not. In fact, it might not even make it next year. That one is pushed to 2023 slash 2024. Then we've got the next Assassin's Creed game being also delayed. Uh, instead of February 2023 for Assassin's Creed Rift, that's now going to be May or June of 2023. So, yeah, it's going to miss this entire fiscal year mm -hmm. because it is, quote-unquote, far behind schedule. Then Ubisoft closed four other titles, uh, including Splinter Cell VR. That sucks. Two unannounced games. And hey, remember Ghost Recon Frontline, that battle royale everybody was like, oh my God, don't do? <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. yeah, don't worry, they're not. Good. <laughs> that was canceled too. Skull and Bones will still make it out later this year, and boy, did the financial pressure just get put on that title. Holy hell, does that game have to perform now? Here we are company now. I mean, you're forgetting the one sleeper game you know ubisoft mario rabbits oh, i'm looking yeah. really forward to that 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 is a title that will actually make me pick my switch up again so that's a title that just might me have might have me picking up my uh <clears throat> steam deck oh let's <laughs> yikes yeah 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 i shouldn't say that i i play the nintendo switch I, I'm giving... and i know i know at the very least you're gonna buy it anyway so. oh yeah 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 well see the thing is the way i would do that's one thing too by the way i should Thank you for saying that. Yeah. The way I would be playing my Switch games on Steam would still require that I buy each game. So I'm not yep. stealing my Switch games. I Correct. am just enabling them to be played on the device. That That's an important consideration. I'm not stealing them. Thank you, Dom. Yep. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> so excited about this. Uh, DLC for <laughs> Resident Evil Village. Right up your alley, isn't it? Right? Wow, <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, so the Winter's Expansion is coming, and there's some new story stuff in there, new third-person mode. But what's really awesome here, and I'm showing you in the B-roll, is the Mercenaries additional orders that for that game mode. Three new playable characters. Hey, you know, Carl Heisenberg, that's cool. Chris Redfield, that's cool. I mean, the game became a bloodbath when we took over Chris Redfield at the end of Village. But the biggie, and I do mean the biggie, is Lady D. 
Lady D, playable character. You're about to see her here in the trailer here while we're watching Heisenberg do some some of his amazing stuff. Yes, there she is, Lady D, playing her. Uh, that's that's all you need. I mean, the game's complete. The game is complete at that point. Yes, Yod, it is absolutely time to play more Ari. What is the mode that you're playing in her with? That's like, the is that's it the like mercenaries mode. mode it's okay. the oh, mercenaries mode. mode. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're you're getting all the the scoring points, getting kills, okay. and running timers and things like that. In some miscellaneous news, before we wrap it up here and call it a day, gentlemen, <laughs> Phase Clan went public. It's been threatening to happen for a while. They. Lost 25% yeah. of their value their first day. I'm not surprising. <laughs> to be fair, they're still worth both boatloads of money. Don't yeah. worry yeah. about it. They're going to be fine. But they uh, they thought that initial valuation was going to be about a billion, and then the initial valuation came in at $725 million. So while 25% by PC Gamer looks like a cute headline, they are still worth boatloads of money for... I mean, what brand recognition? Like, it's it's not an organization that makes money, right? Or unless I'm missing something. They sponsor esport teams and stuff. Yeah, it's just this. It's like a lifestyle brand, is what they yeah. labeled it as. I, how they make money, or what they do to make money, or why they're worth so much. At the end of the day, I don't know. Uh, all I ever see is headlines of their uh, pro gamers getting suspended for cheating and stuff. So I, I, I honestly <laughs> couldn't tell you why they're worth so much. Are either of you um, interested in seeing the new Dungeons & Dragons movie? The trailer I, I was am. released this week. Yeah, I am. I, uh, I wish it was darker, like a more like stranger things kind of like dark vibe to it but this this went in the opposite direction it's got a lot of humor um yeah they make fun I, of I'm chris pine interested. for playing the loot at the end <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> but but let's just let's be real it'll be way better than the the first dungeons and dragons movie i i did think it was really cool here that in this this piece of the scene that they went with a black dragon like every other fantasy movie, of course, goes with red dragon fire and everything. And they could have easily done that. It would have been very Dungeons and Dragons. Like nobody would have batted an eye. But when I saw a black yeah. dragon fly through and like basically spit poison uh, on the battlefield, I was like, oh, that's cool. All right. All right. Something different, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to see this. It doesn't feel like it's going to be the train wreck of the movie we got a while ago. Troy, I, I, Troy's watching the trailer. He's engrossed already. Yeah, I've I've watched this trailer several times now. I like watching it. It mm -hmm. it looks like it's going to be fun, uh, fun adventure, something you can take your kids to. My circle of friends are geeking out about this hard, so def definitely be checking this out. Speaking of your circle of friends, if they're playing on Xbox, there's a segue. Oh. If they're playing on Xbox and you're playing on PC, don't worry. Discord support finally coming to the Xbox. Uh, I do think it's funny that it came to the Xbox before it came to the PlayStation, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> considering where some of the financing comes from. Although, you know, Microsoft, what was it, like a year ago, tried to buy Discord, and, yeah. you know, Discord ended up saying no to that. Uh, but, hey, they were still like, hey, we'll still take some of your money, though. Right. Uh, and they were like, oh, well, okay, here, let's integrate this. Here's some cash. Uh, so yeah, you will be able. It's rolling out slowly though, so you might not have it yet. It's one of those over time. More and more people will will see it on their their Xbox. Uh, EA Skate, the Skate series, has been gone for a decade, gents. It is coming back. Why am I bringing that up here? Because it's coming back as a free to play game, live service. Talk about a huge payment model shift for that series, Troy. Yeah, fans, the fans of the series are not happy about that at all. Anytime you say the words live service, and especially linked, you know, it's bad enough when it's a brand new live service game, but when you link with something that's from somebody's childhood or they have extreme nostalgia for, and you're going to change it into a live service game, uh, I understand the pushback. There's no way that this is going to be successful. There's no way that they don't overdo this. Uh, I don't see this being anything but a train wreck. Dom, do you agree? I mean, they're just piggybacking off of, you know, all the, the Tony Hawk remake uh, hype right now. I don't think this game would exist without that. But, 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, but here's so here's what's funny though the the to- the next Tony Hawk remake got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> they did the remake of one and two in the bundle pack, and it was great and well-received everything, but it didn't make boatloads of money, and the, the next Tony Hawk 3 and 4 remake were summarily canceled. But let's be fair. Were, were the games even good after two? Four wasn't bad. I mean... But, but the, yeah, you're right. I, like, if given the choice of what I'm going to install on my Steam Deck, I would choose one and two. <laughs> I would yeah. choose one and two. You're Absolutely. right. You're right. All right, uh, Dom, you asked in the show notes here, did either of us watch the Resident Evil Netflix show? I've watched all episodes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have not seen it yet. Uh, I think I'm going to be in the minority here, like in, okay. across the internet. I enjoyed it, actually. Uh, okay. Is it great? No. No, don't misunderstand me. It is not great. Could they have told the same story and not been even... Uh, remotely uh, involved with Resident Evil, of course, yeah. Uh, and maybe, arguably, that would have been the better way to go is mm-hmm. to tell this story and not be tied to the Resident Evil name and any expectations that may yep. or may not come with that. I think people would have been a little more forgiving if it was some new IP rather than Resident Evil. As a Resident yeah. Evil fan, I liked some of the nods in it. I did like some of the thinking uh, of the the writing overall is pretty bad though. Uh, yeah. Jade makes some decisions that uh, I'm like, you've built this character to be smarter than this, mm-hmm. uh, and now she's making some decisions that if she truly were the way you built her in the first four episodes, five episodes, she would not be making these mistakes or these decisions. So it's spotty writing. It's definitely one of those. Don't expect great things from it i found it enjoyable for a seven hour car ride from ocean city to pittsburgh um, <laughs> it's definitely not one i will re-watch if that says yep. anything i enjoyed it as a distraction for a little bit yeah mm. I, I actually fall in the exact same camp as you do in this we are we are in 100 percent agreement uh i think the only reason that this is even remotely good is just because it has the Resident Evil name attached to it. If this did not, it would be a sleeper show on Netflix that nobody really paid much attention to, but because it's got the name on it, attracted people to watch it, it didn't get a lot of good reviews with people. There was a lot of ooh, teenage angsty stuff, you know, like, uh, that was primarily the focus. That I don't really mind so much, but I don't know. It, it's like it's like you said the the connection to the games and the world is what has me interested. Yeah. And there was just barely, very minimal amount to keep me hooked. Yeah. Uh, and, and even I, the I Resident Evil stuff is expands on the world. Even the Resident Evil stuff that's in it is more naughty Easter egg stuff than yes. you know like yeah. the, them playing the Moonlight Sonata on the piano, yep. right? Like yep. it, it's stuff that if you know Resident Evil, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I will yep. watch season two, but it it, I, it is not one of my favorite pieces of Resident Evil content. So that is bringing endorsement gonna... from both of us for Troy to go watch it. Yeah. I think. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right. I don't think this show is gonna like gain any new Resident yeah. Evil fans to go like, oh, I watched this show. Let me go pick up the game now. I don't think that's gonna do this at all. Yeah, honestly, I think Mike not liking thing. it. Yeah, I think Mike not liking it because we've both admitted that uh, this sort of our one of our uh, you know little secret fantasies we really like kind of like the Resident Evil movies and stuff. Yeah. So I think you not liking the TV show all that much tells me probably everything I need to know about it. Yeah, because you know I am like so forgiving of the Resident Evil franchise that I'm like I'm yeah. just like yeah, that wasn't my favorite, but I'll play it. I enjoyed this for a distraction, but I won't watch it again. Yod asking in chat if it's better or worse than the Mila movies. Of course it's worse. Nothing is going to ever be better than the Mila movies, ever. No matter how many or how bad they continue I, to get. I disagree. I, I enjoyed it more than the movies. Did you really? The, well, hold on. It, not, the first it can't be two, than all the, the movies. The Resident yeah. Evil movies okay, all are right. better than the show. All right, there you Everything go. Everything after the first two, go. the show is better. There you go. That makes more sense. You were talking yeah, foolishness yeah. for a second there. You were talking yeah, yeah, absolute yeah. foolishness for a second. Uh, this last thing, Troy, was this you to put this in here? Yeah, I put that in there. Netflix, uh, Asmodee, one of the biggest video game publishers, think the Tencent of uh, board games 
Uh, they've got a licensing deal now with Netflix. They're producing three board games from Netflix properties. The first one is Squid Game, which is a survival board game. The next one is a Stranger Things game, which is a social deduction game. Uh, one player is going to be controlled by the Mind Flayer, the rest, and everybody's trying to figure out who is controlled by the Mind Flayer. And the last one is the Ozark uh, TV series that, that Netflix has. It's going to be an area control. They said it's going to be uh, areas from the show that you're familiar with, and you're kind of spreading your influence over those areas uh, to gain to gain money to win at the end. Uh, I just thought it was interesting that now Netflix is you know partnering up with with a company as big as Asmodee to create you know licensed board games. And they're going to be Walmart exclusive, selling for around $25. So depending on the quality of the games themselves, it's going to be a nice entry-level board game uh, with some familiar IPs for people to get into the genre with. It is it's interesting. It's kind of like Netflix kind of has to get into other things right now. They're in trouble. <laughs> like, they're not doing very if you good. haven't been watching, they're in trouble. Uh, they're in trouble. I mean... They, it was because Stranger Things ended, right? Everybody signed up. They watched Stranger Things, and as soon as Stranger Things ended, their subscribers like, went away. Blah, blah, you know, blah, blah. we're we're e still kind of uh, even like with, dealing with even the with Stranger Things four. It was bleak. Things things are looking yeah, bleak. But yeah, we're, we're dealing we're dealing with the the results of the pandemic still, like the aftermath and the after effects of people's finances being even more important and stuff like that. People can't. Uh, they don't have throwaway money to just keep a net uh, Netflix subscription running if they're not watching it, you know. So they had lost the for the first time ever months and months and months ago. They had lost two hundred thousand or four hundred thousand, something like that, subscribers. But and that was bad because it was the first loss. But yep. they were forecasting losing another two million. The projection now and they they is that they're probably going to lose two point eight, two point eight million. That is a huge hit for, but they've got to, I don't know. They're we could have an entire show on that. So let's just skip it. Netflix is in trouble. <laughs> well, could be in trouble. It's, it's not going anywhere, but from an investment standpoint, people are going to want to pull some money. People are going to want to pull cord some yet, money. Mike? I have not cut the cord. Let's go over okay. and do our games of the week. This is the way we end. Yeah, invest in Netflix now. No, 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 not yet. Not yet. Wait for the dip. You wait for the dip, my friend. <laughs> you wait for the dip. Buy the dip. Uh, and honestly, I don't know if I would on that one. Anyway, this is not a stock advice show. This is the way we end every show. Each of us is going to give you a recommendation for a game. This could be something we're playing, board game, video game, mobile game, card game, board, uh, tabletop game, whatever. And you let us know who gave the best recommendation uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend a one that I totally forgot about until uh, my Steam Deck, and that is Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. Sphinx is a PlayStation 2 game. was also on the uh, uh, GameCube. Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. It's a kind of a puzzle, dungeon-y type thing. Think Zelda with a little more puzzles, and you, you got a good idea of what's going on great game i'm fully gonna lose this week and i don't give a rat's ass go ahead yod yod i'm looking at his wow. name in chat sorry go ahead troy <laughs> well as yod i don't know what i recommend but as troy i'm going to recommend and i've lost track of what i've recommended and not recommended so i've i've done this one before i'm sorry uh sheriff of nottingham if you like lying to your friends uh, this is the game for you. It's all about moving goods from your hand into the market for sale. Uh, but there's a sheriff patrolling the area and one needs to make sure that all your goods are legal. However, you can bribe the sheriff or talk, smooth talk the sheriff into letting some of your illegal goods go through. As long as no one finds out, you win extra monies in the end. And the richest marketplace owner at the end is the winner. La, la, la. Always lie, never stop lying, Sheriff of Nottingham. I think you have recommended it before, but it's a good one. We actually pulled it off the shelf uh, for our 4th of July weekend and, and had family game night, and that was one of the ones we played two or three times. It is a blast. I'm going to vote for you. I'm going to vote for you. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> uh, my recommendation is a game that's just about two years old at this point that recently had a breath of uh, life in it, and that would be Fall Guys. Uh, recently started playing it again. 
uh, with some friends. Yeah, going getting, free uh, to play helped the hell group. out of that game. It, that's for sure. It sure did. It sure did. And it's it's a free to play model that I could get behind because it's purely cosmetic stuff. It doesn't affect the gameplay in the slightest. Uh, as long as the game remains that way, I think it's got a long lifespan ahead of it. There you go. Let us know who gave the best recommendation in the comments below on YouTube or over on Ready Check Radio while you're there. Give us a little like, a little subscribe, turn on those notifications. We'll be back next week uh, with another episode of The Relic Grind on Thursday and Gaming Gumbo on Saturday. Until then, Troy, where can everybody find you? Hey, check me out on Twitter at NoobFridge. Dom. Uh, you can find Troy at, at Yacht. No, you can find me down below at uh, Idzista. Uh, yeah, down there. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O, and you'll get a tweet anytime we go live with a bod- podcast or a stream. Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. Troy, if you really were young, you don't have a record.